2: the Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network, hour number two. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city.
0: Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now here's Trey Biddy.
2: Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Good news on one hand, not so good news on the other hand. Courtney Crudgeville commits to Missouri, but Mr. Addison, by way of Tennessee uh, out of the transfer portal, has committed to Arkansas. So add another name to the offensive line, Addison Nichols to be precise.
3: Yeah, a little bit of a good news, bad news day. I think we kind of both saw those coming, Randy, over the last, uh, you know, well, few days, I guess, with Addison Nichols and then, you know, a little bit longer with Courtney Crutchfield. Never good optics to lose the top-ranked player in the state. Also, Walker White going out of state. Um, You know, Brandon Huff, I I think that was maybe more of a um, you know, Arkansas didn't recruit him quite as as heavily as Missouri did. Um, Still got, you know, a lot of good players from inside the state. Courtney, uh, excuse me, um, Charlie, Courtney, charleston collins um you know obviously is a big name top 100 uh, prospect in the country um and and got some other good ones in the state but never never good optics to lose you know especially to like missouri you know I, i've seen hmm. players you know arkansas lose players like to alabama or tennessee you know some of those schools in the past but um Man, I can't remember. I can't remember them losing players to Missouri ever. Like anybody that's Arkansas has ever offered, um, I can't remember a guy going to Missouri. So that's. Um you know, I think a bit of a product of that is uh you know, obviously there's NIL stuff involved, but also Arkansas being four and eight, and that's uh something that they've had to overcome. I think we've seen that a little bit in the transfer portal also. Uh although switching to good news, Addison Nichols is uh, a really good gift for them. I think this is a guy that'll be their center for the future. He was a red freshman for Tennessee last year, uh was their uh, top backup at left guard and at center. Uh, also visited Clemson, Georgia Tech. Had a, a lot of other schools that were interested in him. And the offensive line's looking in a lot better shape. Obviously, Keyshawn Blackstock, who uh, committed, um, you know, very. Early in the process, obviously, uh, that was the first, um, you know, I guess domino that fell. But, you know, he had Baylor, Colorado, Louisville, Nebraska, Ole Miss, Penn State, a lot of other schools that offered him uh, also and took visits to Ole Miss and Louisville in addition to Arkansas. Fernando, and let's see, he was, he's the number four ranked interior offensive lineman in the transfer portal, although, um, I think he'll probably be a right tackle at Arkansas, and he was, um, I think the, when he was coming out of junior college in 2022, he was the number seven um, overall um, junior college player in the country. Uh, Fernando Carmona, I think, has a really interesting story. This is a guy that didn't play football until, I believe, his junior year and was a tight end and then had, you know, 2020 season interrupted by COVID. San Jose State took a chance on him. Um Two years later, he's you know um, the starting um, offensive tackle, starting left tackle for them, a multi-year starter for them. Uh, this is a guy that had uh, a really nice uh, group of options, and it came down to Auburn, UCLA, and BYU, which I believe he visited those all of those. Uh, and before picking Arkansas, he's the number seven ranked offensive tackle. And then Nichols, who hasn't been re-ranked right now for the transfer portal rankings, but as a high school prospect according to the composite, he was the number one forty-three. The overall prospect in the nation, number six uh, offensive lineman. And his uh, his offer list coming out of high school, well, he also visited Georgia Tech and Clemson um, before committing to Arkansas. But his offer list coming out of high school was, you know, Georgia, USC, Ohio State, Florida, Alabama, Clemson. Florida State. You know, it was obviously. You know, you you talk about a guy who was a top ten offensive interior offensive line prospect in the country. It's going to be pretty highly, uh, you know, highly sought. So. You know, three nice additions there on the offensive line. I've got them at 18 total scholarship offensive linemen. To me, that's a little bit too many. Um, You know, obviously, you want to see the competition there. I think that we'll see a little bit of attrition there. I don't think that they're necessarily done on the offensive line. There's still guys that are out there that they've offered and, you know, guys that they're still looking at. And so I think we'll see, um, you know, some guys come off the list who are currently Razorbacks, and some guys come on it, too, and probably get somewhere around, you know, 16, 17 when it's all said and done. We have the man,
2: better known as Jimmy from Grapevine. Jimbo, you got a question hey, or comment hey. for
4: Trey? Hey, Randy. Hey, Trey. How you doing? Doing great. Real quick, because I know Randy's having a phone problem, so I'm going to try to make this quick. Why do you think
5: we're losing all of these in state players Mm -hmm. to out of state schools? Are are the coaches up in Arkansas not recruiting the in state players? Are they focused more on
4: the the portal than they are the in state players?
3: Well, I think there's definitely a desire by Arkansas to shore things up now. Uh, You know, they. They have to win next year, or none of this really matters. That um, there are other players. You know, I did You talk about good news. You know, Bradley Shaw, um, who is, I think, twenty-four-seven has him the number one hundred and one overall prospect in the country, uh, out of the state of Alabama, out of Hoover. Uh, he is. You know, he he was down to Clemson, Arkansas, Alabama, Auburn. Trimmed his list to Clemson and Arkansas, and we feel real good about Arkansas's chances with getting him. We think they're going to get him over Clemson ultimately. Uh, not sure when, but uh, Arkansas is looking like they're in really good shape there. So, you know, it's you lose some, you win some. You don't ever want to lose top in state talent. You know, it's just to me, it's not a good look because, you know, everybody's familiar with Courtney Crutchfield from inside the state you know he's a top 100 prospect overall so uh, I think it just it it it's so tricky these days with you know with NIL and you know obviously you want to go to a place that you believe you'll be successful uh, at the same time you know there is NIL and that plays a part of it too but uh, you know he visited Missouri this past weekend and you know, that's kind of where we had him leaning for a while. He was at one time committed to Arkansas, um, really before he, you know, blew Missouri up as a recruit. Is a Do I think Missouri's a better school than Arkansas? No, um, for, there's no way. For journalism, uh, they got a good journalism school there. But I mean, look, well, we can talk about what we think about Missouri, and you know, I've I've said it before. I've been to Columbia. It's not as to me. I I would pick Fayetteville, Arkansas. 10 out of 10 times uh, to live in before I would live in Columbia but um, Missouri went 10 and 2 last year you know I mean they've got a lot of momentum generated right now and, and Arkansas went 4 and 8 I think there's I think that is part of the reason you see you know Arkansas because a lot of people right now are like saying well look at what Missouri's doing or look at what well, maybe um, look, look, look at what Ole Miss is doing no. well those two teams both just won 10 games thank you Jimbo And that's that's a big part of it too, the optics of it. And you know, I mean, we were on the verge of like talking about a coaching search right now. (laughs) You know, that's that's where we we, that's kind of where I thought we would probably be, uh, just based on how things unfolded to end the season. Um, So you know, recruits see that too. I mean, they're. Paying attention, their parents are paying attention. I think that plays a role, and you know why Arkansas might struggle with an in-state guy here and there. And the in-state guys see it more, you know. I think so. And I'm not. I don't want to speak for Courtney Crushfield, you know, because I don't. I don't know that's what he's thinking. But I'm just thinking, you know, more in generalities of, um, you know, kind of some of the buzz that we hear a little bit. It is amazing what a ten and two season, though, will
2: do for you. Because Drinkwitz, going into this season, he was on the hot seat. And, he was,
3: uh, yeah. yeah, and didn't have a great season last year. No. Um, things can change quickly, obviously, yeah. as we obviously. know. obviously. But, I mean, you still you look at Missouri. I mean, they've got three transfers committed right now, and they have the twenty number 24-ranked recruiting class in the country. It's not like it's just like, oh, my gosh, how is Arkansas going to compete with this? Um, what it is is, like, you hate to see the top in-state recruit um you know, whether depend on the service you look at it, one might have Charleston Collins, one might have Crutchfield, but um, you know, you hate to see them leaving for out of state and um, you know, and another Auburn's another place where we've seen players go. Walker White's headed to Auburn. That's another place where we've seen, you know, um Arkansas lose out and head to head recruiting battles for inside the state. But this is a first for Missouri. I've seen Arkansas go into Missouri um several times and take, you know, top players that Missouri wants. I've just not seen it. I can't ever remember seeing it in Arkansas. I know. Oh,
2: is uh, Jaden Ball? Is he gone? Yeah.
3: Yes, Jaden Ball is gone. That's something that Danny's kind of hinted at for a while. That you know, if anybody was going to come off this recruiting commit list currently, uh, it would be Ball. Um, you know, obviously from uh, Decatur, Georgia, so a little bit far away. But you know, there's been a lot of schools: Florida, Alabama. Um, you know that have come after him lately. He took an official visit actually to Florida for Arkansas's game there. Uh, so he was kind of a guy that we've been watching a little bit. But um, you know, there's there's other running backs out there that are uh, just as highly as, if not highly, more highly rated um, that Arkansas could it could end up getting there. But Ball's a good player. You, you don't want to lose him, obviously. But uh, I think they'll be okay at running back recruiting. All right, Trey, this from right, our... Russell also, by the way, we got to mention, we've talked about some top in-state players. There's a four-star running back inside the state named Braylon Russell, who's pretty good as well.
2: Yeah, at uh, Benton High School. All right, from our Gangster Museum of America Live Fin feedback, Jeff says wide receiver from Texas A&M hit the portal today. What's Arkansas's chances of landing the player?
3: Well, I'm sure they'll show interest. I, it's way too early. I mean, that came out... Less than an hour ago, I think so. Um, a little bit early to to say where Arkansas might stand there, but I'm sure that they'll have interest.
2: Uh, Casey says "Please ask Trey the overall look that Missouri has absolutely dominated Arkansas football the last decade." I'm a Missouri grad, but Hog fan. I can't blind. I I can't. I think you meant believe. I can't believe how far we have fallen. Was
3: it nine of ten that Arkansas has lost to Missouri? Is that Something right? Something like that. Yeah, it's bad. It's one, it's one of the like the Texas A and M streak stinks. It's it's bad. Um, I can understand it a little bit more. I can't understand the Missouri streak. Like it's not, and it's not just like when Missouri is 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 really good because they haven't always been really good. I mean, there were years where they were, you know, looking more like Arkansas looks right now, and they would still beat Arkansas. And uh, it's just, I mean, there's, I don't know what word to put on it. It's just kind of disgusting, really, uh, that they have lost 9 out of 10 to, to Missouri, this team that, um, you know, Arkansas kind of, turns his nose up at and you know thinks they're better than and uh, they're showing the opposite but when i you look at arkansas and what arkansas has to offer and history and all that stuff you know you'd think arkansas would be the program that would be dominating the series but it's not it's missouri and people talk about a manufactured rivalry and stuff to me it's a rivalry to me, it's—I didn't think of it as a rivalry until you know recent years. But to me, it's a rivalry. Those guys keep beating Arkansas, and they shouldn't, and that should—that should jump out to you.
6: Well, the difference between A&M and Missouri, though, A&M every year has amazing talent. They, they yes. don't always win, but they have amazing talent. Missouri doesn't. They have good players. And it shows you what you can do with really good players. If you remember after the Arkansas, uh, maybe it was either before the Arkansas game with Missouri or right after, after Missouri won, Eli Drinkowicz was kind of taunting Michigan for saying they're America's team. He said, Michigan's loaded with talent, loaded with four and five stars. Missouri's not, and we're winning. Now You think about their best running, the guy that led the SEC in rushing was a walk-on. At uh, at at Smith, they played at Smith School, Smith College, or Truman College, excuse me, and walked on at Missouri. So that to me is the galling thing. It's Missouri beating Arkansas with talent that's no better than Arkansas's. Am I right?
3: I think you're exactly right,
6: except exactly for Luther right.
3: Burden. He's okay. a baller. All right. Yeah, so but got I mean, one. Arkansas will have a player. No, or no, two, no. Right? I'm just right.
6: saying they they do have a
3: baller or two.
6: Well, sure. And so does of Arkansas.
3: Course. SEC schools. I mean, yeah. But uh, that doesn't excuse losing nine out of ten. I mean, no, it's no. just no. And a lot of them are close, and and a lot of them aren't. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them aren't. So. Um, Arkansas has got to get that fixed. I mean, this is this is a do-or-die year. I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't think there's any question. You look down this new football schedule, and and you can kind of predict how it needs to go, or you know, it's it's going to get blown up. I mean, there's I, that's not what I hope happens. I hope Arkansas has success and and gets this thing rolling because um, you know the other option is is a start over in a lot of ways, and you never know what you're going to get with a start over either. You know, okay. a lot of people think that change is needed well, until you get change and you find out, whoops, yeah. we hired Chad well, Morris or something.
6: You mentioned the 2024 schedule. Just think what 2025 is going to look like. You've got Arkansas yeah. State. You've got Notre Dame. And what if it, what if they flip the SEC teams? What if instead of what it is this year, what if they get Alabama, Georgia, and Oklahoma all in one year? Mm. You know, that that could happen. Mm. So yeah.
3: you, well, I mean, we better think we are going to nine, nine to get, too, right?
6: Yeah, you better get ready for this year to –
3: if you're going to be good in 2025, yeah, I mean, and think they're probably going to nine-game schedule unless probably, they decide possible. to abandon abandon some time rivalries. Yeah, I don't know.
6: They they could. They did this year. They they could. Well,
3: right. They didn't abandon. They didn't abandon like the no, the real they, old old No, they ones. didn't. Not they this kept year. all those for this year.
6: Right. That's right.
2: All right, Trey. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. According to uh, area code three one four, Shaw committed to Clemson today. No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, There's another question about Bradley Shaw. All right, let's um, let's talk with Lee. Lee, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
5: Yeah, hey, Trey. Probably about the only thing that's going to save Arkansas right now is we've got to have some good coaching. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know because we're not getting the players, uh, and it doesn't help if we're going into the season with a coach that's on the hot seat. And uh, but if we don't get some good coaching, it's
3: it's going to be bad for Arkansas. You know, you know, for years to come. Don't you agree? yeah I mean <laughs> I think he kind of answered his own question, but uh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no question. I mean it, that was the you know that was the thing about this day and age like teams you look around the country, they don't want to go into the off season with a lot of negativity. um I think Arkansas circumvented a lot of that with the hiring of Bobby Petrino that provided a nice boost in the arm um but now they got to win. You know, um, that can only do so much because without that, you know, it would have just been super negative. Uh, so,
2: Trey, by yeah. the way, from the uh, four hundred four, he says six out of eight to Missouri, not nine of ten. Yeah, yeah, big deal. Six out of eight.
6: Well, it yeah, feels yeah. like
3: it feels, feels like 10, nineteen yeah. out of twenty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
6: You're right, and I and you gotta believe this. Bobby Petrino will add a lot, you believe he will, in coaching the players up, and, and I think again, you have to look back at last year, those players weren't coached up, uh, and was the offensive line as ba- that bad? Not terrible, not, they shouldn't have been that bad, and so I think that's where at least Sam Pittman has said, okay, we got to get an offensive coordinator, the defense looked very coached up until the last three weeks of the year, so you hope that that can be retrieved and they'll be good too, but... Look, you can take three and four star players and beat teams that are better than you if, if you have if you have superior coaching. And it's last year they didn't have that.
3: All right, so Missouri has won um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the last eight. So neither of us were right.
2: All right, Trey, this from uh, our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. The question is from the 573, what basketball player did Arkansas lose? Honor Botang by way of Little Rock Central. And that, to me, is a huge loss. Bob says this is all a result of having a lame duck coach.
3: I mean, it's... There's definitely some truth in that in the sense of, you know, just not having success in year four and being four and eight. and You know, I mean, people look at that. And, but the truth of the matter is everybody's a lame duck coach nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, just about everybody's capable of being fired, um, you know, with, with just one bad year. By the way, Randy, if anybody wants to be hired, I am looking for... Uh, I am looking for people right now we want we need we need the next great razorback rider at hog sports if you are interested you can email me trey at h a w g sports dot com and just put j o b in the subject line and put your resume resume any writing samples or anything like that but uh we're looking we're looking to hire people not fire people
2: what particular beat would they be assigned to trey
3: we're looking for the for people who have passion for Arkansas sports, and you know that could be that could be just about anything. We're just looking to to add to our team, and um, if you're the right person, we'll find where you fit in. Whether it's you know recruiting football, basketball, baseball, uh, any of those things, or maybe a little bit of everything. But um, yeah, we need some writers. We need some people who, um, you know. There's a lot of people out there who consider this their dream job. And so uh, I'm here. We're looking. Very good. And where shall they send these? Yep. H-A-W-G, or excuse me, Trey at H-A-W-G sports.com. Trey at hogsports.com. Just put J-O-B in all caps in the subject line and I'll find it. There you go. All right, Trey, we
1: will talk with you tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Drop Time Sports will continue in a moment. If you lose your pet in Wooderock, do you know where to look? Our city shelter to the Witterock Animal Village houses over 200 animals, so they can't tell you over the phone if your pet is there. Please go in person to 4,500 Kramer off South University next to First Tee. Trays are available for adoption after seven days, so when you're looking to adopt, please visit the Animal Village. You'll meet all ages, breeds, and sizes, and many are already trained. Just a $90 adoption fee covers shots, neuter, and microchip at Wooderock Animal Village. The oh. How many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Mag 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just $849, it makes sense to check out all this and more online at maxbw.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Mexican chicken for only $7.49, paired with roasted corn and black beans for just $4.99. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons, fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Hey
3: everybody, it's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi diamond bangle bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Now with two locations open in Little Rock or online at rijewelers.com. Hey, I don't care
0: what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM, durable and affordable.
1: You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is often running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 christmas is almost here and time is running out to get those last minute gifts so 1037 the buzz and ava bella day spa are here to help the zone will be there tuesday and morning mayhem wednesday talking to dd about all the ways ava bella can help with those last minute gifts
0: live from the eat my catfish studios you feed your crave for sports by listening to drive time sports much like you feed your crave at any of the seven eat my catfish locations have got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
2: Drive Time Sports you're on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. If you are not, if your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, Business Checkline, Business Visa, Business Debit Card, Direct Deposit Payroll Services, Safe Deposit Box, Retirement Services, Commercial Account Analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And let's talk with Tony. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes,
4: Randy, Andy, Rick. Hey, guys. Doing? What's
2: up, buddy? How are you?
4: All doing pretty good. I I, I was tickled about us getting that Tennessee offensive line.
2: That's a good get.
4: Well, I mean, I. Do you think we'll sign any more, or do you think that we're done there? Well, according
2: oh, no. to Dre, a few moments ago, he said expect more on the yeah. offensive line, even though they stand at 18 oh. right now.
4: Okay. Okay, I, didn't, I guess I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah. That uh, means, that means all there'll all be set, some right? going,
6: too. Because yeah. Because you, they're not going to have 23 offensive linemen, so.
4: No, sir. So, you can, how, is it, is it? Fifteen? How many can you have? Well, you
6: can have as many as you want, but they—I think—Trey was saying sixteen, seventeen is probably ideal. Which means if they sign a couple more, then probably a couple or three are going to have to be gone.
4: Are we still got a chance to get that story linebacker out of Georgia.
6: Yes, he hadn't signed with anybody yet, so I guess you still—he's still, got He's still a in the picture. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, hope that, so. Boy, I hey,
6: I've begged Trey to do what yeah. he can, but he he's powerless just like we are. That
4: that running back, uh, well, I hate that we lost him. Uh, yes. So we're going to have to sign but I guess we'll have to get one out of the portal one.
6: Possibly. They still I don't they still have one other running back. They've got committed. Okay. They they tomorrow?
4: currently Yeah, Benton boy. I know they Yeah, they've got, they, got yeah.
6: they currently have four. Okay.
2: Uh, Augustave. August how do you say his name, Rick? Is that right? Oh, it's not, you're, you're yeah, talking about the, I the t- team. I know, but I'm right. just telling yeah. you the numbers they got right now. Yeah. They got Augustave, they've got uh, DeBinion, they have Dominic Johnson, and tomorrow they'll have Braylon Russell. That's four running backs. Yeah. Do you want to have right. one more running back? Yes,
6: Possibly. I think we'll need one
2: more. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you I. Don't think I so. there are, I think I think with that group based upon what we saw at Isaiah uh Augustave and then combine that with Debinion if he gets totally healthy again. Dominic Johnson, I realize, bless his heart. I mean he's battled with so many injuries the last couple of years. But then you got Braylon Russell. There are other areas of needs. If I, if I believe I can be successful with these four, then I devote my yeah. attention to other areas. Okay. That's me.
4: Yeah, of course we need safety in the corner, right?
2: You can always use safeties. You can always use corners, and certainly linebackers. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't. It, yes. I still think they need because we saw how little. I think that's going to change under Petrino. The use of not only the tight ends but Isaiah Satania. Uh If you're not going to utilize Satania, they got to go out and get a home run at receiver. I think. Armstrong was an excellent basically a possession yeah. receiver. Uh yeah. Tesla. I mean he basically disappeared well, Armstrong after Armstrong had some big he had some big plays that were more than just possession. Yeah, but I'm but you know what I'm talking about. That that legitimate uh home run threat, that legitimate uh primetime receiver. I don't I don't know
6: does Arkansas have one right now, Rick? I think he's pretty good, and you know, Tesla only kept getting told how fast he is, but I look at him as more of a possession receiver. Yeah, but I'm just saying,
2: Do yeah, we? Ha- does Arkansas have a home run receiver right now?
6: I don't know. That's hard. If, if oh. they do, we didn't see it because they didn't throw it. Well, okay, we're we can argue about
2: that, but yeah. I think they need to have one more Okay. If well, they actually, can get a big course. time receiver, they're,
6: of course I agree with that. They probably will. Yeah. Get one in
4: the
2: portal.
4: A lot of these bowl games, you think we're you think we're looking at teams that are going to be in
2: bowl games that you know. Was, you just don't know who's going to hit the portal. They have until yeah. January the second. Yeah. Uh, right. I got to believe if they're not in the portal by now on those teams, I'm just I'm just kind of surprised they're not in the portal already because. Just like the I backup see. quarterback down in Texas, I mean, he yeah. he said, "I'm I'm out of here."
6: Yeah. So did Maryland's quarterback today, yeah. below Palowas' younger brother. Yeah. Who was the Pat starter Poodle in Maryland? Changed yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's going pro, is he? But, I think he is.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think he's going. You know,
4: pro. Randy, uh, uh, Missouri. Uh, you know that being a rival guy, I never. I always thought you know LSU Mississippi was our rival, but man, I tell you what. Them still in the Crestfield, It just makes me dislike Missouri even more and more and more. I just I, I'm getting sick of losing to them. Uh, they got they got a rival game now. I think. <laughs>
2: yep. Load it up. Strap it on. Now
4: That's you got right. you
2: got to hope the players are the ones that have that passion because I did not yeah. see that passion when uh, the season closed out this year in Fayetteville against Missouri. They gave up that rope mighty quickly.
4: I just hope when we're going, we're up, you know next year, if we're sitting at let's say seven and seven and four or six and five, I don't know, and we're going there and we can win that game, man, that'd be awesome to go bowl game. That's what I'm I'm hoping, you know.
2: Well, you know the one thing that we're asking of these players, and when you throw in nil and in most cases it's it's kind of like rent a player how should you expect them to automatically assume this this drive of some arkansas fans of having that kind of passion when they have no history with arkansas that to me is the one aspect of the transfer portal you're asking a guy to buy in one hundred and ten percent and he barely knows Arkansas.
4: Right. Uh, Randy, I heard something else today. Something about you know the Longhorn Network. Something about maybe them changing it to you know SEC. Maybe getting more televised. Uh, the Longhorn know more Network about is
6: gone as soon as this year yeah. is
2: over. Yeah, the yeah, Longhorn Network is gone now. Yeah. If they want to yeah. use those subscribers, convert those over mm-hmm. to the SEC Network. I heard that
4: today
2: on the radio. Okay. No, I would be very sure. All right,
4: man. God bless you. You guys have a good one. All right.
2: Thank you, Tony. All
0: right. We are now joined by. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. Good afternoon, Kevin.
5: Gentlemen, good afternoon.
0: Kevin, in
2: preparing my double R prop specials for Saracen, uh, in advance, before Mike sends out the actual game notes, pretty much after the game ended Saturday night against Lipscomb, I'm guessing, Rick, they've got the software. All they got to do is punch in yeah. uh, the numbers from yeah. that game and everything. I mean... I might have gotten this information Saturday night. But anyway, I pulled this up. And as I'm doing the prop specials, one column is constant. That's total points. The other column, I look for statistics that might fit that player perfectly. In other words, uh, let's say L. Ellis. He has 26 assists. I can't tell you what I did because I don't have that sheet in front of me right now. But if I if I took that sheet, and I'm gonna get to the point here in a moment, eleven games, twenty six assists, I might say that he would have over two and a half assist. Now one startling statistic that I I guess you can say uncovered is I was looking at as an example, Trayvon Mark how many offensive rebounds does he have? Zero. Zero. Really? How many offensive rebounds does Khalif Battle
5: have? I don't know if it's zero, but it's not much. If he's got if he's <laughs> if he's got more than zero, it's not that much.
2: One. One.
5: Okay. I was gonna say one season? or two is probably but
2: the whole season? The whole whole season. Mac has played 297 minutes, 200, averaging right at 30 minutes a game. He has zero offensive rebounds. Battle wow. has played 271 minutes, that's an average of 24.61. Wow. Uh, Makai Mitchell, he has played 172 minutes. He has a total of nine. Wow. Goodness. I mean, I can understand that, Rick, you... you, I mean, you Mitchell, that's
6: pretty hard to grasp. You man.
2: laughed at me the other day when I was only quoting Eric Musselman when he said myself and four other oh, yeah. fat guys could get out there, including well, Bob... He didn't say Bob. Hope was one, one's was One's more fat. than
6: zero. You're right. He was saying they could get at least one. It reminds me of uh, Abe Lemons' famous quote when one of his players scored one point. He said, son, you just scored one more point than a dead man. <laughs> oh. That's still oh. a great line. <laughs> <It
2: is. laughs> so, uh, Kevin, my point to you is it's no wonder Arkansas is having such a difficult time in certain situations in scoring. We might get blame this past Saturday night to that zone. It looked like a 2-3 zoned to me from where I was sitting, but it could have been something different than that. But nevertheless, bottom line, Arkansas couldn't hit a shot and really only had two baskets that was created by penetration. One was to Mitchell and the other Devo basically did by himself. And the other area that's alarming is the lack of assist that this team has, which means to me, they're not sharing the ball. No. So, you get to ponder on that, and you get to come back out of the break, and you get to put me in my place for <laughs> sounding negative. No,
5: I don't think I will, right think They could probably pretty much ride on the spot. I'm
2: Hold crazy. on, Kevin. We got to take a break. That is Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson. Thanks to our friends at Fence Brokers.
1: Stay tuned. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word. Christmas reminds us that in a night without light came the light. In a world without hope, hope was born. In the midst of despair there was the singing of angels they had but a star but we have sunlight the hopes and fears of all the years were pinned whether the shepherds realized it or not upon a little baby and a young mother's arms that is where hope still lies wise men brought him gifts but their gold frankincense and myrrh have long since turned to dust it was the best they had and they set precedent for our giving gifts but they only gave gifts that perish We have an opportunity to give a living sacrifice. If giving is the test of loving, then let us give the consecration of our lives. He himself has said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It is the heart that is given with the gift that really makes the gift worth receiving. From your friends at Double B's, Merry Christmas. A new steel chainsaw, blower, or weed eater makes the perfect holiday gift. Henard Foothills Equipment has steel products in stock ready to go. Henard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 501-268-1987.
6: On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, while you're away, we're pampering your car. We can fix or replace your windshield, even help file the insurance claim. Imagine returning home to a car that has been washed and detailed, plus had an oil change, brake inspection, even a tire rotation. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Fast, secure parking
3: for less than municipal airport parking. Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance. It's finally that magical time of year
1: the year-end closeout at Guatni Chevrolet. If a brand-new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUV's not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off
0: a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado, this month only. Plus, buy at Guatni Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville
1: or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together let's drive.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports You're the Buzz Radio Network. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin Hoop Scoop. McPherson thanks to Chris and the gang at Fence Brokers. They are the best. I'm calling all Santa's. All of you Santas. Head out to the Santa headquarters. That is Robert Irwin Jewellers. There are two locations to serve you, McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the Cantrell Road in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center next to the Fresh Market. I'm calling all you Santas because you want to be the best Santa ever, don't you? Don't you want to be the best Santa ever? Don't you want to be able to see the look on that special person's face when they open up that box and they find that special gift that you found at Robert Irwin Jewelers? Or maybe it's time to pop the big question, and you've got that diamond engagement ring, that custom-designed engagement ring that you had just for her. That's why you've got to go and see my friends at Robert Irwin Jewelers. They have all the new jewelry trends guaranteed to add a little sparkle this holiday season. I hope Carrie's not listening, because this Santa is going to go out and check out the Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets. She loves wearing bracelets, so I think I'm going to try to sneak out to Robert Irwin Jewelers. I'll go to the location out off Cantrell in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center, and I'll become the best Santa to my wife that's ever been. So, You can do the same. You can also go online at com. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers, who's been doing the R.I.J. way for over 46 years.
0: And... Now let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Kevin, I'll throw one more tidbit
2: your way before uh, I hand you the floor. This is the latest SEC numbers. I'm sure you've already seen them by now, and that is offensive rebounds per game. There are 14 members currently in the Southeastern Conference, and Arkansas sits at number 14, 9.09 offensive rebounds this year, and I'm certainly not even talking about the defensive side of the ball some of the deficiencies there but now i hand you the ball and you can tell me (laughs) how negative i am in regards to all of these numbers
5: no i don't think you are uh i think it's been pretty obvious where arkansas has struggled on both sides of the ball uh you know it's interesting because this team it seems like it's floundering but it's won three of its last four games and in two of those games, you split against ranked teams in Duke and Oklahoma, so you, you basically went one-and-one one in these last four games, in quad games. Just before that run, Arkansas lost three out of four, and that was pretty ugly. You lost home in Greensboro. So when you put it all together, it's just not been pretty basketball. Even when Arkansas winning some of these games, they're not doing it very as well as we expect. An example would be just Saturday, a three-point win over Lips- Lipscomb. You mentioned some of the stats, Trinity. Arkansas actually had 17 assists on 30 made field goals in that game. That's excellent. Shot 50, over 52 percent, but most of all that good work was done in the first 30 yeah. minutes. Of the game. Yeah, Arkansas got outscored 17 to nothing, and some of the things you're talking about are, are what were these collapses or these implosions have happened in games? We saw it against Duke when Arkansas built a double-digit lead and then had to hang on for dear life. That game. They were getting a lot of turnovers on the pre- against the press, and, and Duke was able to, to squeeze down that deficit and get within a possess- one possession. Same thing here, except it wasn't. As, there were some turnovers. A lot of it was just those 50-50 balls. Lipscomb getting offensive rebounds off of those, and then Arkansas's offense went stagnant in that stretch, a six-minute stretch. It didn't score, and that's where you saw the, the ball movement really bogged down. And Mussman said he thought the team was playing with too much pace, but w- whether they actually slowed it down or were or, or playing with pace, maybe against his wishes. Either way, the zone was a problem, and guys weren't able to read that, make the right reads, and get good shots. So they were turning it over and not getting good shots. Uh, so I think when we add it all up, when you don't offensive rebound, like you just mentioned, Arkansas last in the SEC, when you give up a lot and lose a lot of 50-50 balls, uh, you know, on the other end, and, and the other teams are getting offensive rebounds, it, it squeezes out your offensive possessions that lead to shot attempts, which means you can't score as much. Conversely, you might have games where you're holding your opponents in the 30% percentile shooting Duke and Lipscomb, and you're shooting over 50 in those games. You're going, how is it that we had to just scratch by if you're an Arkansas fan? Well, it's because you're giving up a lot of possessions, and other teams are getting second looks. Even though their percentages aren't great, they are ways to stay in it, And where Arkansas usually is good on offense is getting to the free throw line. They fouled a lot this year, so the margins aren't that great between what Arkansas shoots and makes and what other teams are. Even though Arkansas is ranked really highly there, nationally they're fouling a lot too. So just about every little area you look at, you can understand why Arkansas is struggling. And they've had a lot of games where the assists just haven't been there, six, seven, you know, throughout an entire game and some of those games they lost. Uh, But even against Lipscomb where the ball actually moved pretty well most of the game, we remember that, that horrible finish to the game where Arkansas had to hang on. I mean, you know, Devo Davis goes and gets a bucket in the last you know, 26 seconds left. Arkansas was up one, gave it, extended it to three. Um, even then, you couldn't have a sigh of relief because Arkansas had trouble all year long just getting stops. And if they do have a good possession defensively, they can't finish it with a rebound. Um, and, and the other team gets more looks. And so we saw so much of that in that late stage, and it feels like, okay, we're back to the drawing board here we are. We're back to it. Had a 20-point lead. Can't, you know, so many games this year, even when you win, it doesn't feel like a win. But a win is a win. Arkansas, like I said, has won three out of four. Two more games to go before SEC play. Even with two games, if they make a lot of improvements, you can't go into this tough league thinking, okay, they've for sure turned a corner because so far, uh, you know, it's been anything the turner cornering. you know, Coring t- turns when you've got all this veteran, uh, depth on this spot with all these years of Division One experience, it has not messed well together yet at either end of the court consistently.
2: Kevin, this was one of the other great mysteries, if you want to call it that, that came out of that game with Lipscomb. Brazil ended up playing 24 minutes in 6 seconds, and he had to basically play about the last 8 minutes to get that total to where it was, because he started, played probably four or five minutes, and then set quite a bit. Uh, the other note was Battle, who played a total of 10 minutes and 49 seconds. L. Ellis, who's probably averaging 25 minutes a game, he played every bit of 57 seconds. What do you think was going on with those players or any other player that you like to add into the mix.
5: Yeah. So those, you know, if you starting with Brazil, we know he had the ankle injury at the end of the Furman game. Uh, uh, or excuse me, uh, was it firm Furman? Furman. And then he only played, he started against Oklahoma. Uh, you know, we, we didn't know if he'd be ready for that game. And he was able to get through that game playing 15 minutes, though. So he started and only played 15 minutes, didn't score. Uh, and then in this most recent game, you just went through a stats. So I, you know, I think part of it is him still dealing with that ankle, trying to get back fully. Um, and the other thing is, he's been a guy that, aside, you know, he's had, what, four double-doubles this year, big games, uh, some, a couple other good games uh, that, you know, he's kind of been hit and miss. So part of it might be that recovery there. When I look at L. Ellis and, and Caleb Battle, I look at not very good in the hustle stat departments, not very good defensively. Caleb Battle is a very good scorer. Uh, he's a guy that also gets to the free throw, a lot, free throw line a lot, so Arkansas probably missed some of that in the game. With him only playing 10, 11 minutes, L. Ellis, I was not surprised at all that he played a minute. I mean, I might have thought he might play a handful of minutes, but wasn't shocked by that one day. Well,
2: hopefully, Minnefield provides a little spark for both of those two guys. Yeah. and gets them, uh, gets them going. All right, Kevin, we'll talk with you on Friday. That is Kevin McPherson, they're known as Hoop Scoop. Thanks again, Defense Brokers. Joe's opinion. Up next, Drive Time Sports will continue. Did you
0: know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal. Just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends,
1: so do the deals. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months plus zero payments for 90 days or get up to 2,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson.